Hello and welcome to week seven of NFL Game Picks. <laughs> nice little SpongeBob wave. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, week week seven, it's it's flying by. Honestly, it feels like just yesterday we were kicking off the season, so it's pretty wild. Uh, you have anything to say? Why are you wearing a uh, no bear stuff today? No bear stuff. NBA is back. We're hopping on the Bulls bandwagon. One and oh. We went to the game last night. Got to see a Bulls win. Haven't seen the Bears win in a while. Um <laughs> you know, and that, that Thursday night game was rough. It was pretty bad. And this is yet another game where we don't score ten points. Yeah. Like, come on. Awful performance. Rough th- Thursday night game. And hopefully tonight is a better Thursday night football game because mm-hmm. the last few Kind of sucked. Yep, uh, that I will have to agree with Chris. Uh, yeah, this uh, this Thursday night game. We'll get into it once we go over everything else. Uh, but real quick, Dolphins. Tua got cleared. Hopefully, he plays against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, if that's the case, slam whatever you want on betting for the Dolphins because he's night and day of him at the quarterback versus Teddy and Skyler. No shade to them. It's just like yeah. Tua is that guy. So yeah. hopefully he comes back and looks healthy, you know? Yeah. That's the, that, the, the biggest concern is making sure he stays fine and nothing bad happens to him uh, with the latest struggles of the offensive line. Hasn't been so good. So that yeah, is the biggest bad. concern. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Pete Prisco put him on the spinning top of the week. It's very, very bad when that happens to your team. Uh, well, anyways. Well. <laughs> Anyways, let's go over the standings right now. Eddie, I mean, Eddie is killing it. So is Steve. Both of them have been pretty much neck and neck all, all season long. Uh, it seems like they're tied every week. If not, Steve drops one, and then he has a great week, you know. Uh, but last week, a lot of people struggled. Matt was the biggest winner of last week, 10-4. and four. Meanwhile, no one else eclipsed double-digit wins. Uh, Eddie and Steve both went 8-6. and six getting them to seven, uh, 57 and 37. Matt is in third, 56, 38. Uh, behind him is DJ with uh, 51, 43. Uh, same thing with Mark. Uh, both of those guys also had seven and seven weeks. Pretty crazy how the parallel is going on here. Uh, I had probably my worst week ever picking games. This is for, I think one of the first times I've actually gone under 500 picking games. Six and eight, not a good look. Drops me down to 50 and 44. Uh, which is still tied with Joey. Uh, Joey went five and nine. Oof, tough. And then uh, Chris. I also went six and eight. I think we had a lot of similar picks last <laughs> yeah. week, if not almost all. Identical. And then the ones that we alternated on, like yeah, were, like it went I, either way for. I think you took times. the Dolphins, and I I didn't take the Dolphins, mm-hmm. and and then we must have had one other. Anyways, yeah, I'm not looking too good. I'm two games under 500 right now, but uh, you know I feel like. We're starting to really understand teams' identities now, and I think picking games is going to be a little bit easier. A little bit, um, but then you never know what happens. Yeah, you can never predict, you know, 100%. But, like, I think we really, really have a good idea now, week mm-hmm. seven. I mean, if you take a look at NFL Game Picker and at, like, all of our picks, there's a lot of, like, everybody's going with one team this week, this yeah. week. So I feel like there's a lot of, like, There'll be a few that straight away, but I there's not it. as many question marks, is mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say. But yeah, this Thursday night football game is going to be an easy one to pick. I think uh, Arizona at home is a pretty easy lock. Most of us are going that way. I know uh, 
I know DJ hasn't picked yet, but I'm assuming he's probably going to take the Saints. But he, as, he, he posted earlier today about him. I was going to say, okay. as he's posted on every social you gotta media. You got to bring it up a bit. You got to bring it up a bit. Oh. Right there. Yeah. As he's posted on every social media, uh, there's a lot of people out for the Saints this week, to say the least. Yeah. That's probably the – yep. Oh, turn it just a touch to it, right? Uh, it's not grabbing it. Whatever. Point is, Point a is, lot of a lot of Saints players are out and uh, a bunch. Tough, a tough. They're two top wide receivers. I wouldn't say top two, but Jarvis is in my eyes like a good receiver, so I just always consider him as a top one. Uh, Mike Thomas is also out, so yeah. those are big offensive weapons for them not to have. Uh, like you're alluding to, I mean the the Cardinals are the way to go. I've, I'm not mistaking it, but you're going with the Cardinals as well, right? Yep. And speaking of wide receivers, Austin, I think you know somebody's coming back. Yeah, D Hop is coming back. Uh, Excited? <laughs> yeah, I have him in uh, one or if not two of my fantasy leagues. Nice. So, Stashed him. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And a uh, good friend of ours at work, Troy, he uh, he kind of put yeah. me on because he was like, yeah, I mean, who cares? It's D Hop. <laughs> He's going to come back and be balling. I'm, I'm sure of it, but we'll see. But Hopefully. player prop that I took for this game is Cardinals wide receiver A.J. Green over two and a half receptions, plus 143. Uh, Robbie Anderson's I don't think he's going to play. Uh, so that pretty much leaves A.J. Green, Rondell Moore, and he's in questionable. He might be a healthy scratch at the end of the, yeah. at the beginning of the game. So him and, and A.J. Green and D-Hop are going to be the leading guys the entire night. So we'll see what happens. Brown's out for the year now, right? Uh, Brown did go down. Not sure the status his, of it. Pretty sure he. I heard his foot, I believe, mm-hmm. and it and it looked like uh, they said implication said year ending injury, so that's not good. That's not good for Hollywood I, I, Brown. Yeah, I heard about it, but Especially, not fully sure on what this case is. I know he's not playing this game, that's for sure. But status of yeah. like whether he can come back or not is in the, up in the air. But anyways, let's move on to <clears throat> the first game of Sunday. We have the Atlanta Falcons versus the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, Cincinnati is favored by uh, a touchdown and half a point, <laughs> six and a half. Uh, you know, Cincinnati looking good, even though the record kind of goes against saying that, uh, three and three. But so are the Falcons. You know, and the Falcons are way more of a surprise team, especially with uh, Cardell Patterson going on IR so early on in the season. But they found a way to get wins, and uh, they – Put a show against the 49ers who have one of the better defenses in the NFL last week. Makes it a little bit tougher to pick it, but I'll go with Cincinnati uh, just because they're the more short pick. But uh, for all of you gamblers out there, Falcons are undefeated against the spread this week uh, year so far. So just keep going with them if uh, that's your cup of tea. I'm also going to go with Cincinnati. This is another get-right game for the Bengals. They, you know, have a nice win at home. Hopefully Mixon runs the ball well, gets in, in the end zone. He only has one touchdown, I think, on the year so far. And, I mean, the records are the same. Both have kind of played better teams to start the year. Mm-hmm. But uh, the Bengals just same problem as last year. They, they can't block. Mm-hmm. And Joe Burrow can't get hit six times a game, six sacks a game, you know, hit yeah. 12 times a game, rushed. 20 times a game. You know, he I, I never believe, has a clean pocket. If I'm not mistaken, I didn't check last week's uh, to see what the stats were. But every game that the Bengals have lost, if I'm not mistaken, Joe Burrow gets sacked five-plus times. 
Which, every game that they've lost. Yeah, since I know. I know the first two games. It was like that. It was five and six. Um, but for the last last loss, I'm not sure. But I'm pretty sure he probably did get sacked a bunch against the Ravens. Yeah, probably. Yeah, most likely. Yeah. But I mean, if they if they can give him time to throw, like I, there's no doubt in my mind that Joe Burrow should tear apart a bottom five Atlanta Falcons defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of throwing, the quarterback on the other side, Marcus Mariota, is where I put the player prop for this game. He uh, under half a touchdown, so he can't pass a touchdown. Plus 460. It's a bit of a wild one. uh, But hold on. Let me see his stats real quick. Let me just. Taking a shot. Taking a shot. He's got six tuds on the year. So he's averaging about one a game. game. Yeah. Maybe. He's got four interceptions. Maybe if this defense plays great. Yeah. I'm not too optimistic about the Bengals' defense. He's just taking a shot on, you know, never know what what could be the case. It's a fun one. (laughs) I like it. Uh, keeping it in the AFC North, we have the Cleveland Browns versus the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, Baltimore's hit favorite to win this game basically by a touchdown, six and a half. Um, over under set at 45, minus 285 for the money line uh, for Baltimore. And uh, Browns started off pretty good and then just haven't looked the same since probably like, I'd say about week four. What do you think? Uh, I mean, yeah, they started off. What, two and one, and then they've lost the last three. Uh, the Ravens aren't looking great either. They just lost to the Giants. Although the Giants have a good record, I'm not a huge believer. That defense is nice. I'll just say that. Not a huge believer on the offensive side, especially in Daniel Jones. But I am going to take the Baltimore Ravens at home. Um quite honestly need to keep pace with the Bengals at this point to try to fight it out. And I think both teams get a win at home this week. Mm-hmm. All right. Quick question. Does Jacoby Brissett pass for over one and a half touchdowns? So he needs to pass two touchdowns. I thought you were going to say at least one. I would have said yes, for sure. Yeah. Two, two, I'm not sold on. <laughs> I don't know. This, that's, that's a rough This one. This is the wild thing about like these props, right? Like it's like, if you if you would have given me a half a touchdown, like I would have taken Jacoby Brissett with these odds all day. Yeah. But like now it's like he has to pass two touchdowns for the over. It's a little tough, but plus four twenty is a pretty good return. Well, both these guys are averaging one a game, and Jacoby Brissett has five interceptions as well. So I would honestly take the under. Yeah, the under doesn't get you as big of a return, but like that's why like I'm just putting out big returns when it comes to these player. Props. Yeah, if it could be like if you like that parlay with something else, you mm-hmm. know, make money no, that way. Well, not even that. Like typically, what you would want to do is take like something that's favorable for a parlay and just put it together so you can maximize your winnings. Exactly. Uh, but so if to, you believe in that one, put it with the other ones. Yeah. You know. But uh, I'm gonna go with the Ravens as well. Yeah. Just confident in them. They've had a stroke of bad luck, <clears> and <throat> if they lose this game. I'm never picking the Ravens at home this entire season from now on. It's just a matter of the fact of how this team has played. They they have struggled at home. They've lost two of their three home games. And two of them were like comeback wins against them. So uh, if the Browns managed to get a win here, I would be shocked and uh, brutally upset with this uh, Baltimore Ravens team for not it being able be to hold upsetting. up. You, know? uh, you want to intro this next game, Chris? Yeah, Detroit is uh, Dan and Campbell Motor City going down to <laughs> Dallas. And uh, Dak is back. Hey. 
Dak is back. Dak is whack. I want to take the Lions to upset the Dallas Cowboys really bad, especially with the return of Dak Prescott. And I might change this one, but it's hard because their defense is the worst, and Dallas' defense is one of the best, if not the best. I don't think they're the best, but some people would argue, especially with all the playmakers they have. I'm going to take Dallas at home. Um, they've if they've been winning a lot of games with Cooper Rush at their quarterback, although he's he played pretty good, he's not a starter in the NFL. Mm-hmm. If Dak comes back and he's actually fully healthy and they didn't just rush him back to play and he's ready to go, I'm gonna take the Cowboys at home, which hopefully he is. By the way, are you trying to make some puns saying that they're rushing him back? <laughs> I'm just saying, man. They, they might be. They might be. Um, I don't think they're rushing him back because, you know, it's been, what, six weeks already? So, you know, he. I think he's got an adequate amount of time to come back. Uh, the severity of his injury, minor. Like, Broken thumb? It, it was a, mu- a muscle on his thumb. Um, he had to go under the knife and fix it. But uh, the biggest question was whether he could rip the ball and – so far, so good. I mean, he's been practicing. He's been actually throwing the ball. So, I mean, not much else to go on there for the Cowboys except for uh, you already alluded to it. Their defense has been pretty good, uh, yep. keeping them in game. So, if like you said, if Dak plays a decent to good game, it's a surefire win, especially against this Detroit Lions team who uh, has been struggling as of late. But they are getting guys yeah. back. Uh, they're expected to get Amon Ross St. Brown back. And then on top of that, DeAndre Swift for this is game? It, huh? for this game. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that'd and, be big. And then on top of that, uh, Swift may come back. He's more so iffy about it. Uh, but still, those huge. are those are big pieces yeah. that you know is the main factor of whether or not Detroit can either win this game or stay within it. That uh, happens. I'm game time flop. decision. I might know? flop. Yeah. I might flop. Yeah, that's this one. <laughs> this one's one that like as of right now, for sure, you go with the Cowboys. But later on, you may end yeah. up going with the Lions. Yeah, it's just... Thursday, so you never you never know. Exactly. Uh, Lions, yeah. Lions is tough, man. Three mm-hmm. losses in a row. Mm-hmm. But uh, this is uh, probably one of my favorite props I've had for this entire week. Hit me with it. Cowboys running back, Tony Pollard, anytime touchdown. Plus 165. Take that. All day. I like it. All day. He's pretty good. All day. He's been on quite a little bit of a roll lately, getting more and more steam. So, yeah. Uh, might as well just fire that one in and just run to the bank with it, honestly. There's a lot of Dallas fans that, you Not know. Not a fan of him? Well, no, there's a lot of Dallas fans that didn't want to pay Zeke and wanted to just pay Tony Pollard. And if you look at their numbers, they're pretty comparable. Mm-hmm. Although, like, it's hard to say if he could just be that guy because, you know, Zeke is getting half of the touches and he's getting half so it's a different look it's a power back and he's more of like an elusive Mm -hmm. smaller type of guy so i i don't know i feel like it's a good like salt and pepper type deal you know what i mean lightning and thunder (laughs) i feel you it's literally like yeah speaking of lightning and thunder thunder and lightning because uh what's it called yeah like zeke is a thunder and then uh tony is a is a lightning essentially uh yeah that it's probably one of the better backfields in the nfl honestly uh Yes, Zeke's production hasn't been what it's been. It's been on a on a steep decline since uh, his rookie year. It's like a constant decline, like just slowly, like less and less yeah. yardage rushing per game. Uh, but at the same time, I think that's also Tony Pollard going up and up and up, which is 
good. You want to have these two guys that you can kind of rotate in and out and help you out your offense as much as possible, especially with a quarterback coming back from injury. So that's another big factor for the Cowboys. If they can win the game, those two guys are going to need to have a big game. Uh, but let's go on to uh, the Green Bay Packers going to the Washington Commanders. Green Bay's favored four and a half points. Uh, Green Bay minus 220 over under set at 41 and a half. I'll take the under. I hate the – yeah, I was going to say I hate that. Take yeah, the under. Yeah, I would take the under on this one. Uh, both teams have had struggles offensively as of late, but could go off at any given moment because also Carson Wentz is out. Uh, so that's another factor in terms of who you might end up going with on this game. Uh, me personally, I think the Packers take this game. They've uh, They're the better team. And on top of that, they just – They've been on such a slide lately and, like, under such scrutiny. They lost back-to-back games uh, in London and in uh, Lambeau, which is unheard of the of the Packers with Aaron Rodgers at the helm. So, yeah. big bounce-back win coming against the Commanders is possibly what, where they're going. Yeah, I would have to agree with you and take the Packers. Speaking of lightning and thunder and good running back duos, talking about the Packers, well, hopefully they get Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon going and – See, less passing, I would think, than we have. And I don't know. I, I feel like Green Bay's defense is really good, so I don't think the I don't think the commanders are going to score a lot of points. So hopefully the Packers just get out to a good lead for them and they just maintain it and can just work on some things, you know? Yeah. Like, like if they have, like, a half of a quarter or at least all of the fourth quarter to just do some plays, you know, throw the ball, get some guys – you know, get their morale up, get some guys feeling good going into next week. Because, I mean, like you mentioned, yeah, they, they just lost back-to-back games to two New York teams that we're used to seeing them demolishing. Mm-hmm. And then next week, they have the Buffalo Bills. Tough. So, very tough. Need a win Sunday night game, I believe. It's, I believe it's a 20 game. Um, but, yeah, so they need, they need a good win to go into the Bills and stand some sort of shot. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and then uh, to add on to it, uh, we spoke about Carson Wentz not playing this game. Uh, he has a hand injury. Not really sure. It's definitely something similar to like what happened to Dak. He kind of hit his hand. Yeah. Real weird. Um, I think arrested that too this year, didn't he? Sort of. Yeah. Something like that, right? No, that was last year. Was it last he year? He hurt his hand last year. Yeah. yeah okay. Russ hurt his hand last year. Commanders quarterback Taylor Heineke. Comparable. Point point five total touchdowns passing. Plus 146. Why not? They have three great wide receivers, all of which are one of my teams in fantasy. Yeah, hopefully, Dude, right? I have McLaurin uh, in a lot I, of leagues. Somehow in fantasy, I ended up with McLaurin, Curtis Samuel, and John Dotson on all the same, same team. team. I'm like, I looked at him like, damn, I need to get rid of some, at least one of the guys. Just, Probably just, Samuel, I would say. John Samuel Dotson has nice. the most uh, most uh, following in terms of like people want to get, get him. So. It's good option to get rid of, but in terms of that, I mean, they have good wide receivers. Uh, the running backfield is pretty good, so I'm pretty confident in Taylor Heineke being able to compete in this game and hopefully get a passing touchdown. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be tough. They're playing a good Green Bay team uh, who have had just bad luck as of late, in my honest opinion. Uh, but let's go to the AFC South where we have the – Two division leaders uh, in the Indianapolis Colts and Tennessee Titans duking it out to, you know, win the first place 
right now and uh it's tough man this, this Colts team is so like shaky and so is the Titans like yeah it's it's tough to want to go with either or but I'm gonna go with the home team I'm gonna go with the Titans uh they got Derrick Henry and that's all I pretty much got to say it's a big game this is a really big game and I think it's tough uh it's a tough one um if I'm not mistaken, Tennessee's coming off of a bye week, so they had mm-hmm. a lot of time to prepare for this game. This is the second time that they're playing. And if they win, that's two wins against Indy, who right now seems like maybe the only team that's going to compete in that division with them. Jaguars possibly, the but Jaguars, even then, stretch. They're, they're like high and cold, so mm-hmm. who knows. But for right now, that kind of almost, almost nearly eliminates the Colts. The Colts will probably have to get in through a wild card spot at that rate if they do get into the playoffs at all. I'm going to take the Titans at home, which would give them four wins in a row. Mm-hmm. Colts are coming off of two wins in a row. Um, both of them not yeah. great games, yeah. especially that Broncos game. That was rough. That was a Thursday night game. Yeah. Rough. And then the, the Jaguars. I don't even know what to say about that. I'm just going to take the Titans at home. I think they're the better team, but like I said, this is a tough one to pick, honestly. Would you take them winning by 7 to 12 points? Right now the the spread is set at 2.5, but you think they can win by a touchdown and a little bit more? Yeah, if a touchdown or more, why not? Plus 460, not bad. Pretty good odds. Yep. I mean, just... And then how money here, dude? I don't know. It's pretty good odds. <laughs> I don't know what the people want from me, man. Uh, I'll let you introduce this one. Oh, I don't know. I don't like this <laughs> game either, really. Uh, but it should be a hopefully an interesting game. The New York Football Giants are Giants. going down to to the dirty Jacksonville Jaguars <laughs> down in Jacksonville, Duval <laughs> uh, County. Yeah, Duval County. I don't know. The Jags started off really good, two and one, and then three tough losses back to all all in a row, you know, and to the Texans and Colts who look like they're not gonna be very good teams. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are taking the Giants on the road. I'm gonna roll with the Jags at home in this one and hopefully they they get a win here, but I don't know. I just Tough. I'm not a believer in Daniel Jones and I but the Giants defense is very good. Well, you just segue perfectly into the player prop. Giants quarterback Daniel Jones over one and a half passing touchdowns, plus 184. Uh, Risky because Daniel Jones, once he gets into the red zone, he's kind of like fight or flight type of player, kind of like the Carson Wentz deal. It's like either I'm going to throw this for a touchdown, throw it for an interception, or run through someone just to get this touchdown. And that's a scary thing because if Daniel Jones gets close in the red zone, he might just run it in. So it's a risk about taking this one, but uh, they've been finding ways to get in the end zone uh, and get wins. I mean, I this New York team is surprising a lot of people, and uh, I don't think they'll surprise anyone once they get the win this week. That's why I'm going with them. But, uh, you know, Jacksonville does have a chance. They are favored, minus three. Um, Somehow. Yeah, yeah, which is why. when I saw the favor, I'm like, hmm. Kind of weird, but I'll take I'll take New York on that, and you take that New York plus three, and you you probably run with it. Honestly, yeah, I don't uh, love the Daniel Jones one. He only has five touchdowns on the yeah, year. Yeah, it's it's definitely a risk, but you never uh, know. Could Jaguars be. not so great, so you just want to you know take your chances when you can. 
But the return on it is not huge as a lot of the other ones. So it is what it is. What do you think about the next game? Kind of, kind of an easy one. Uh possibly. Or more, or more to it. I think there's, think. I think there's more to this game than a lot of people think. We you have think the Tampa so? Bay Buccaneers versus the Carolina Panthers. Uh, Buccaneers sliding, dude. Not, not a good time for the Buccaneers right now. Three and three, where they should easily be, probably five and one, maybe if not four and two. Uh, but you know, a, f- yeah. a few bad games that they've lost, uh, not looking so good. The Sears one was a really rough one. Yeah, it was. Uh, but I still will go with the Buccaneers just because they are the better team. They're in a better situation than the Carolina Panthers. Panthers are down to their third-string quarterback. Uh, their second-string quarterback didn't even get a chance because he's on IR. But he's returning. Uh, I don't think he'll return for this game, but he's getting off of IR. Uh, Baker Mayfield is injured and uh, – New head coach, uh, interim head coach, Steve Wilkes. Uh, we talked about that a little bit last week, but still just ah, – this Panthers team is blowing up in everyone's face, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think you got to go Tampa. I think it's an easy pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom Brady is pissed off at this team. Hopefully he gets some boys right for this game and they come out and win this one pretty easily. Keep an eye on Christian McCaffrey. A lot of trade rumors. I don't know how much they're planning on playing him and using him yeah. going forward. Yeah, they just shipped out Robbie Anderson. And then on top of that, Christian McCaffrey has been in a uh, circulator amongst the trade rumors. Dolphins are actually one of the more like favorite teams to get him, which is interesting news for me to hear. Uh, the production so far out of Raheem Mostert and Chase Edmonds has been decent, but, you know, most adding, hurt. adding adding a guy like McCaffrey might be a little uh, bit crazy for the Dolphins cha- offense, honestly. Game changer, dude. Uh, but that's not what the team we're talking about. Uh, Panthers, though, their quarterback, P.J. Walker, under half an interception thrown. So he cannot throw an interception. Plus 152. Take it, why not? Uh, somebody's uh, – literally all I'm doing is looking for plus returns on these player props or game props. So just that, just stare. fair Sam, warning. Sam Darnold's activated, so I'd keep an eye on that one. He could possibly play. I don't think he will, mm-hmm. but maybe. Yeah, never know. Never know. Never know. Uh, I got to see this next game here. We have the Houston Texans versus the Las Vegas Raiders. I believe this is the first 4 o'clock game, uh, 4.05 game, and it is. Uh, both teams coming off a bye, and, you know, Raiders, really disappointed right now, probably within themselves. A lot of the outside attention is very disappointed with them as well. They were a playoff team last year and had big playoff aspirations, division-winning aspirations, and they're the worst team in the division right now. Uh, The Texans are same story in terms of they're the worst in the division right now. Uh, Aspirations, not so much. They're a young, rebuilding team. Uh, But with that being said, I got to go with the Raiders. They are the best, what is it, one in four team I've ever seen in my life. You know? <laughs> I think so, yeah. I I would have to say so. I don't know. I don't think the Texans are good at all. I think they had a weird game against the Jags. Got a win. And they have a tie against the Colts. Yeah. Um, I'm going to take the Raiders at home. Uh, the Raiders. Although, they haven't looked great. <laughs> they have the better team by far. Definitely way more Star potential, yeah. everything all around is a better team mm-hmm. about the Raiders. I think, I think they'll they'll win this one at home. Okay, and what about uh, the Texans quarterback, Davis Mills over one and a half passing touchdowns plus one sixteen. 
I think David Mills stinks, <laughs> so I would never bet on him. Oh, man. Five touchdowns, four interceptions so far on the year. Uh, this, yeah, this Raiders team hasn't looked good either, so never know. Never know. You never freaking know. Yeah. That being said, we have the New York Jets versus Denver Broncos. Uh, Jets like have been surprising. Game. Jets like have been very surprising. Since you're liking it, you're going with it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I like this game, man. I really do. Um, Russell Wilson has been bad. Mm-hmm. And I'm a, I'm a fan. Mm-hmm. And it's tough to say that, especially with all the hate. I really like him in Seattle. It's tough to see all the hate he's been getting. He's always been cringe. We kind of just didn't talk about it. <laughs> uh, you know, we've, we've always known, but it's been brought to light as of, ra- as of lately. Uh, so the rest hate kind of stinks. I'm going with the Jets on the road. I don't. Oops. I just have a good feeling about this team. Mm-hmm. Uh, Keenan Williams is up for Defensive Player of the Year right now, probably. Um, if not, and also I think most improved a lot of people are talking about. Uh, Sauce Gardner has only allowed one catch so far and has the most pass breakups. Like They've got some young players on defense and on offense, although bad news, I just saw um, Wilson, I believe. Garrett or Zach? Uh, not Zach. I believe the, Garrett, wide the wide receiver Garrett Wilson. I believe he asked for a trade because he hasn't been involved enough in the offense. Uh, Bears, I hope you're you're listening. Anybody would be better at this point. Or no, it was uh, Moore. My bad, Elijah Moore. Asked Elijah for, Moore, okay. Elijah Moore asked for a trade. Yeah, I was about bad. to say because Gary Wilson's a rookie. Yeah, I, I was gonna say, say he has that much pool. Um, Elijah Moore asked for a trade, which I don't know. Bears could definitely use. I'm gonna go with the Jets on on the on the road. I think that defense is just gonna be too much for the Broncos to handle. They lost that left tackle, and it's they can't recover from mm-hmm. that. I don't think. It's tough. It's tough uh, when. You know, one of your star offensive He's the linemen. Best, yeah, best one too, exactly. Yeah. Like one of your star offensive linemen goes out, stuff. Like literally the Dolphins experienced that last week with Armstead not playing. It was just like hey. Hey. I called it, man. <laughs> I called it when he signed with the team. That dude's always hurt. He's awesome, but he's Wait, always hurt. I still got time to ask. <laughs> I might hit the over on that one. Um anyways, uh yeah, I agree with you with, with this Jets team in terms of defense. They've been looking barely good. Um They've actually been surprising a lot of people, including myself. Uh, I did expect this Jets team to have a decent defense, but like they're playing above expectation right now, which is probably why they're leading their team to wins. Because the offense is, I want to say lackluster because their running backs have been really good, Brees Hall yeah, especially. I forgot about yeah. that, yeah. But um, passing game isn't doing much, but that's because so much of the success that they've been having with the young running backs. Um, but man, it's so hard to go against Russ and this Denver Broncos team. They also have a really good defense, uh, and then they have great offensive weapons. So what's the deal? It's Russell Wilson, one hundred percent, and I and I will wholeheartedly agree with that. I don't want to drag them in the mud. I am going with the Broncos just because I just think overall better team. I'm gonna go with them, and I also want to get one up on you. So uh, when you pick one of my divisional rivals. I'm gonna go against you. <laughs> yeah, I kind of figured you'd had you'd have to go against uh, the Jets. Yeah, against the Jets makes sense. Yeah. I, although, in in fairness, I feel like 
whoever saw guards in this game, he, he's shutting them down. Well, that's going to be one of the more interesting factors about this game is like watching what happens between Sauce and whoever he may be guarding. Either he's got Judy. If he if it's Judy, he's going to lock up Judy. I'll tell you that right now. If he's guarding uh, Sutton, I hope and pray that Russell just tests him and like throws up a ball and kind of uh, humbles <laughs> Sauce. Uh, but no, I mean this Jets team is having good success, but they could easily win this game. It's literally right. what we alluded to. Their defense is really good, really young, and playing really efficient. And then if they can find a way to bleed out the clock, then for sure they can win this game. Uh, but I do have Denver winning, and also prop bet Denver winning margin of seven to twelve points plus five hundred. Big money, big freaking money. Uh, next game we have is the Kansas City Chiefs versus the San Francisco 49ers, a rematch of Super Bowl 54, which was the last time these two teams met. Um, different teams, same teams all at the same time. It's kind of weird. Um, I do got to say that uh, the Chiefs are looking like the same old Chiefs as before. 49ers not looking as their Super Bowl team as from the uh, past. What I do got to say, though, is it's a tough game. Kansas City is favored by uh, a field goal, uh, two and a half points. But it's a lot closer. The line keeps shifting closer and closer as we're getting closer yeah. to the game. Which typically happens because teams are taking the opposite side just to move the lines. But <sighs> San Francisco, the only reason I'm not going to go with San Francisco is that they can't get a running game going. And that's pretty much the entire offense of how Cal Shanahan works. Uh, unless you have an insane playmaker, as Dolphins do with having Tyreek Hill to officiate that, like, ba balance that out. But, um, I mean, they do have Debo. They do have uh, George Kittle. But it's just not going to be enough to beat this Kansas City team. They had a bad loss last week against the Bills. They're going to bounce back and uh, beat this 49ers team, even though they have one of the better defenses in the NFL. I would agree with that. Um I would agree with a lot of what you said, but the run game I feel like is going to be lackluster if Trent Williams isn't playing. Mm -hmm. He's questionable, if not going to be out. And the entire 49ers defense is hurt, basically. Like, literally the entire defense is hurt. Plus, how many times have you seen the Chiefs lose back-to-back -back games? I don't know. On their Patrick Mahomes, barely ever. And, yeah, uh, that's enough reasons for me to take Kansas City at home. Although... When healthy, I would like this game a lot more. Mm -hmm. I would probably say this is the game of the week. But mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't think San Francisco is going to even be nearly healthy. So I feel like this might be a, a bit of a blowout. Very well could be. Uh, hopefully, if it's a blowout, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, Chiefs running back, has over two and a half receptions, plus 106. It's the only plus one I could find from this game. A lot of the, the player props were minuses. Uh, but... Did you see Stephen A. said the only way the Chiefs will win the Super Bowl is if they sign Odell Beckham Jr.? For real? Yeah, I think he said it today. You think uh, you think that's in the possibility of the Chiefs? I don't know, but... They, they are in like that, a needing of like a dominant wide receiver. Like since he said that and since today, like a lot of people have been picking him up in leagues, which I didn't know you could if he's not on a team. Yeah, you could do that. I didn't know, but because it still says they're the Rams, but... Oh, but he's got to play somewhere. I don't think he's ready yet. I yeah. don't think he's anywhere near ready yet. Yeah, I remember this kind of like 
just takes me back to the year that AB was with the Raiders to start off the season, or not even start off the season because he never made it to the actual season. But the second he got released, someone dropped him. And then because uh, they thought, like, oh, this guy's done. He's never playing in the NFL again. Instantly, like, yeah. everyone tried claiming him because the rumors were swirling about him going to the Patriots. And then uh, then he only plays one game against Miami, but still he went off in that game. Uh, so that just, like, reminds me of that time. But anyways, just keep it moving because not much else to really speak on that game with all the injuries and all the, all the other stuff. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, we have the Seattle Seahawks versus the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, Seahawks here and there doing good. Chargers have been underwhelming. And I know Herbert's probably still dealing with like a nagging rib injury from that Thursday night game against the Chiefs. Uh, but there's still just such an offensive struggle. Their defense is fine. Defense is holding them in games. Offense is really struggling to find their footing because they're allowing like not much separation between the receivers. I know they're getting Keenan Allen back either this week or if not within the next week or two. Yeah. Uh, so that will be a big boost to the receiving core. But Austin Eckler has been underwhelming. So has uh, uh, Justin Herbert. So I still am going to go with the Chargers. They are the better team. But, oh, man, after seeing them have a close game with the Broncos last week, it's lost some confidence in them. I'm going to also go with the Bolts. Um, hey, Bolts up, baby. Yeah, Geno Smith, I'm not buying into the fandom, although he has looked pretty good. He wrote back finally? He looks pretty good. <laughs> He's like, they'll throw out these stats like Geno Smith is the number one quarterback in the league against man coverage, and the mm-hmm. Chargers are the man, third. Like they man use coverage man coverage too. at yeah. the third highest rate in the NFL. And, and that really wants you makes your mind think, man, I should take the Seahawks. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. The Chargers at home. Is the way to go, I believe, in this game. Uh, yeah, they've lost two games. They're four and two, but they lost against the Chiefs, where mm-hmm. Herbert got hurt, and then they lost the following game when he played against the Jacksonville Jaguars, still hurt. Yeah. Since then, he's won every game. So, yeah. and before that, good he point. won that game. So I'm taking the Chargers. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, so, do you have them over or under one and a half passing touchdowns? Who? Justin Herbert. Over. Over? Slam the over. One and a half? Yeah. Yeah. Over. So the over is minus money. Under is minus 133. I don't know. Last week he didn't throw nah, one. He has, he has 10 touchdowns in six games right now. I would take the – probably take Last the week over. he didn't have one, though. I don't one know. One week. I and did you see that was out, uh, the most nah, – They were playing the Broncos. The most throws – uh, ever by an NFL quarterback without a touchdown in a game? <laughs> it was Herbert? Yeah, last, last week. week. That's, yeah. that's pretty wild. But yeah, yeah there's going on the trend because of what happened last week. But still, um, yeah, they were playing a tough defense last week in the Broncos. So can't blame them. And Austin Eckler got in the end zone. So that helped out me in fantasy. So can care yeah. less. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, it is what it is. Uh, and then uh, Yo, finally. That- Save the best two for last, huh? Finally, man. Finally, How many yeah. times has this happened? Uh, very rarely. <laughs> uh, but we have Sunday night football, Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Miami Dolphins. Miami's favored by a touchdown in this game, minus 335. On the over-under set at 45. If this was two years ago, I would have been really excited for this game. Uh, but now, a little bit less because of what Pittsburgh is uh, – 
how they are right now, but they got a big win last week. They've uh, been two good teams. Yeah, exactly. So, like, as much as I want to clown the Steelers, they've come up with, like, big wins, which is, like, the concerning part. Is like they're going to come to our house prime time. Dolphins, are, I think I read somewhere that Dolphins have never won a Sunday night game. Really? Yeah. And if and if and oh. uh, we've only been on Sunday night six times since two thousand and six. Yeah, that's not that much. So yeah. you're zero and six. Yeah. Well, no, the the, the winless uh, part. I'm not sure how long that day back dates back to, but I know the amount of times we've been on prime t- on Sunday night football has only been six yes. times since then. So, not so much prime time love for uh, the Miami Dolphins, especially on Sundays. Uh, but they're wearing so, the throwbacks, man. The throwback magic is. Uh, Something else. I feel and, like the that teal and orange just it looks so much better in the daytime than nighttime, <laughs> man. You're convincing me to take Pittsburgh, and I know Mark did. Uh, but yeah, I agree. Uh, this game is kind of like I don't know. I would have been more excited if I knew Tua was gonna play for sure and was healthy for sure. I'm mm. not a big Skylar Thompson guy, although he's probably hurt. Teddy's banged up probably still a little bit too. So plus he doesn't look good. <laughs> plus whoever's starting for Pittsburgh, which I heard is gonna be Trubisky again. Well, Kenny, like when I was looking at the lines today, Kenny Pickett was like the quarterback like that you could bet on for the Steelers, which was a little confusing yeah, he's because he's still in the concussion protocol. Yeah. So. so I thought it was gonna be Trubisky, which I don't know. If he if Trubisky plays against the Dolphins without Tua he could beat this team because even like, even though their record is two or four, they've they've held their own in every game. Every mm-hmm. game's been close for Pittsburgh, so I would say this would be another close one. Two two very interesting coaches going against each other <laughs> in this one as well, and Tomlin and Mike McDaniel, um, and neither one likes to lose. So I think it's gonna be a good game. It should yeah. be a good game. Prop for this game is uh, Miami Dolphins total quarters one three. Plus two twenty-five. Did I say Dolphins yeah. at home? Huh? Did I say Dolphins at home? That's what no, I'm no. taking. No, no, you, t- you said you were taking the series. Uh, no, I'm going Dolphins. Oh, you're going Dolphins? Yeah, okay. yeah, my bad. You're confusing the entire audience. No, no, dude. I'm saying if if I if two is out, I'm taking the series. Oh, okay, so you're yeah, gonna yeah. flip it if that's the case. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I know Tua hopefully has been cleared. Uh, so hopefully he plays. Yeah. Uh, biggest concern, like I think I think we already talked about it, but just the concern is putting him out there and then. Bam, like it happens again, you know? And if that's the case, never let him touch a fucking blade of grass ever again. Jesus, that'd be worst case scenario. <laughs> uh, but hoping the best for him, and uh, hopefully he starts. If he starts, that's a huge, huge uh, opportunity for the Miami Dolphins. And uh, Monday's going to be rough. Monday. And more than one reason. Yeah. If we do go to – well, <laughs> if I go to that game, for you it's definitely going to be rough. <laughs> But if I go to the game, it'll be doubly rough because the Bears play on Monday night. And like you mentioned about the Dolphins being bad in prime mm-hmm. time, the Bears haven't been great as of late on prime time television either. Um, Got to ride with my boys. I'm going with the Bears. Um, it's a big game at the Pats. I would normally say Belichick at home against a not great team. You should probably take that, <laughs> as everybody else besides me did. And, you know, probably shouldn't take the Bears because I'm pretty far down in the standings, but I'm going to. I have, you got to at this point. No? I'm taking, yeah, I'm riding with the boys. I'm taking the Bears. This is a fun game. Monday night, 
Um, not sure we might do something uh, with some some people from work. Uh, might watch the game. You know, Naida is a big Patriots fan. Yeah. Or, uh, one of the girls that works with us. She's uh, one of the homies, so we might watch the game. I don't know. We might get something going, but we'll see. Monday night football, you never know what could happen. Yeah, it's, it's a no-brainer for me. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going with the Patriots. Uh, last time I did this, uh, NFC opponent going to New England, uh, I went with the Lions, and they got slaughtered <laughs> zero to, like, 20 or 39. So I don't want to go <laughs> against the Patriots at home against uh, NFC North. Uh, one of the two opponents that they face at home uh, in terms of NFC North opponents. And I have them winning by a touchdown plus, which is going with the spread too. Uh, New England's favored by a touchdown and a half. Uh, and then they also are favored money line minus 385, over under set at 39 and a half. And uh, winning margin, 7 to 12 points. I think it's possible. I'm going to go with that and see what, uh, what happens there. But... Ah, man, this is uh, it's tough. It's tough. It's tough. It's tough for the Bears. You guys have had struggles offensively pretty much all year. <laughs> um, but yep. you guys like have highs and lows. It's pretty frustrating. Like for you, I can imagine how frustrating it may be seeing like all the stuff that goes on with this team. But, ah, man, that pretty much wraps up this week of NFL game picks. Uh, any closing statements? Well, we get to uh, wait all week to watch both our teams play. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully, we get to watch a lot of other teams leading up to these games, yeah. which you know, hope, which will be interesting. I work, so I get to watch a majority of these games. Mm-hmm. So we'll have a lot of a lot to talk about next week. I think. Yeah, I think we'll we will. Uh, yeah, that's probably like the best part about having your team play so late is like having the time to, you know. Like, I'll be able to watch all the 1 o'clock games. Right. And then I'll probably start getting ready towards the end of the, the 1 o'clock games and then head over to tailgate and stuff like that for the 8 o'clock games. So I'll miss the 4 o'clock games, but Thursday, 1 p.m. window, boom, get to the tailgate, get in the game. And then we get to watch your team uh, on, on Monday night, which will be fun. But uh, Always a good time watching them lose on, <laughs> on prime time so on everybody prime. can see how bad we are. <laughs> it's crazy. You guys have – this is like your fourth prime game. Like primetime game? I think we had a Sunday, Sunday night, night, and then we had Thursday night last week, and Thursday then night. we have Monday okay, night. Okay, so third one so far. And I, I think, think you're going to have, have two more. one more, I think, at least yeah. by then. Usually they put Bears Packers on prime. Well, you prime. guys already had it the week one, yeah, Sunday so. night. So, But, yeah, that pretty much wraps up week seven of NFL Game Picks, and uh, we'll catch you guys next week. Later. Ciao.